Hey lady, do you sometimes feel like you've lost yourself? Are you internalizing your feelings and walking around on eggshells either at home or at work? Maybe there is something missing in your life, but you just can't quite figure out what it is. Or even worse, you know what it is, but you feel stuck and you can't move forward. Well, I have been there more often than I care to admit. I spent more than 20 years climbing the corporate ladder only for it to come to an abrupt end during a 10 minute meeting. (laughs) I was so busy climbing that ladder to satisfy one aspect of myself that I neglected to take the time I needed to really focus on how to achieve true balance in every aspect of my life. Hi, I'm Anya Day, and welcome to the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast, where I give women practical tips on how to find their voice through changing their mindset, identifying their passion, and owning their story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, go grab your favorite glass of wine or cup of tea if you're driving, relax, And let's peel away the layers of our complex onion to unleash our authentic voice that the world deserves to hear. Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. Thank you for showing up once again. I appreciate you all more than you will ever know. So today we are going to talk about being courageous and really being courageous to know that it's okay and you're enough and you don't have to necessarily have to compare yourself to other people because you define what you are. But in last week's episode, we talked about fear and how fear can really overtake us and it can prevent us from moving forward in life. There are a lot of things that we might be fearful of, whether it's change or the unknown or different things that we need to be exposed to or just fear of relationships, fear of commitment. There are a lot of things that you can be afraid of, fear of showing up. And we need to figure out a healthy balance between having safe fear that kind of guides us and leads us and warns us of danger that may be coming our way or that we need to stay away from, but then also pushing ourselves to know when we need to push ourselves. I talk a lot about Brene Brown and her thoughts about courage and vulnerability. And a lot of time when people think about courage, they think about just being brave and heroic acts and things of that nature. But a lot of times it's really that inner strength and that level of commitment to yourself that is required to really be courageous and to be open about who we are, what we've experienced, like I say, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and speaking from our heart. And that's what she calls ordinary courage. And that's the courage I want to talk about today. Merriam-Webster defines courage as mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or guilt, difficulty. It's is having courage. A lot of times people think, you know, if you're fearful or something, or you have fear, if you have fear, that means you're not courageous. And that's not true. To me, it's having courage despite having that fear and knowing that you can navigate your way through it or push your way through it in certain situations. And again, I'm no mental health professional. I'm not talking about, you know, somebody suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome or those serious traumatic experiences that truly do need 
need a counselor and a therapist and a psychiatrist and God and all of those things to work through, there are some pieces that are courageous that you can work through yourself. And there's this thought of, you know, sometimes we have this, we have a lot of self-doubt. We have this scarcity mindset that we're not enough and that we can't work through certain things. And it's a struggle. It's a daily, I mean, it's a daily struggle for me. I'll just speak honestly about myself. Some days it's easier than others. And I'm very, very confident. And overall, I'm an extremely confident person. But there are times where I just feel like, ugh. I'm not enough or no, I can't do this or no, I'm overwhelmed. And it's challenging to push through and to say every day, no matter what gets done and how much gets done, I'm enough. That's the way I like to think most days. And I'm worthy of belonging and I'm worthy of a certain lifestyle that I want to have. But it's a daily struggle to kind of work past that. I think it was Les Brown said, and it may have been somebody else who said it, but I remember specifically Les Brown saying that the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it's where everybody's dreams and aspirations and hopes and unshared inventions and where their ideas and all their stuff is just buried. And it's because sometimes people are so afraid and fearful of making a mistake that they don't even know where to get started. They talk themselves out of it or, you know, they have these mindset challenges and it's hard to take action or things come up and they keep their plans to themselves and they just kind of bury them in silence. And it's hard. I'm here to tell you it's hard. And I've had a challenging couple of weeks and I really can't put my finger on it, except one thing was on one hand, I was leveling up and being consistent and doing this and doing that. But on the other hand, I also had probably way too much on my plate and trying to effectively juggle that. And to me, it's all about planning. If I don't plan it out, it doesn't get done. So I haven't been consistent lately in terms of posting. I haven't been able to keep on track because I'm juggling too many balls. And then when you're juggling too many balls in the air or chainsaws, as my old boss used to call them, in the air, then you can get hurt. And I found myself, you know, myself feeling stuck in terms of, okay, well, what am I going to do to move forward out of this? I, God recently told me to do something. It was a few weeks ago. And I was like, "Mm -mm, God, no, I'm not ready for that. It was another level in my business and I just wasn't ready. Or at least I felt like I wasn't ready. And I have been, you know, having these conversations about why I wasn't ready and why I couldn't necessarily get the necessary tools and resources I needed to do. Part of it was financial. Part of it, of course, was mindset. And then all of a sudden the money was available to me and which means the resource was going to be available to me. And God is like, okay, now what? And I'm still sitting on it. And it's because somehow I've talked myself into, okay, well, maybe now it's not enough, especially if I feel like, you know, I already have a lot on my plate. So, I mean, I'm here to tell you firsthand that it's a daily struggle to be courageous to just be myself. And I think, well, let's just talk about that. So in terms of being courageous to be yourself, it's not that easy. I know it's not that easy. So when I say find your voice and own it and, you know, just tell your story or just share. And on one hand, it is like Nike, you just do it. But I also know, and I have empathy and I completely understand that it's not that easy. You know, we all have our own quirks and our own personal style and how we are. And 
And it's easy to embrace it on one hand, but sometimes it's hard to embrace it. You trying to be the right person that you want to be and taking care of who you are at the core. And to me, it's all about doing this inner work. Like that's why I'm focusing on this for my podcast, because I think it's so important. You can't show up for our businesses or for our relationships or for our careers if we don't work on the inner stuff, the hard work. And being you to me is just remaining true to who you are and what you're comfortable with. And yes, that may evolve and change over time. And living a life of integrity and character, whether it's behind closed doors or out in the public, and not necessarily changing the way you are or think in order to be accepted or for some personal gain or something that's outside of whatever your core values are. And I'm not saying that if you have a career in corporate America that you can't go to work acting one way and your home another. Yes, there is going to be another level of professionalism that you may show at work that you may not show at home. I completely get that. But when you really, really think down deep, are your core values being utilized? Are you compromising on your core values? And if you are, you may want to consider an alternative career. If your core values are being, what do you call that word that I can't think of right now, compromised, then you have to realize that it's okay to say, okay, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not comfortable with this in my relationship because my core values are being compromised. Or I'm not comfortable with this in terms of these friendships because maybe there are some core values that certain friends may not necessarily align with anymore because you all grew in a different direction. So like I said, it's easy to just say, tell your truth and speak your mind, but I know it's more complicated than that. There are threats and consequences that come along with that, with saying I'm a big proponent of being vulnerable. But I also know that being vulnerable isn't sharing all your business or oversharing. And you have to be careful and deliberate about what you do and how you do it. And I completely understand that. So I'm not telling you to jump off the cliff when it comes to that. But when I talk about being courageous for yourself and being yourself, you have to figure out what those core values are, how you can embrace them and see yourself as God sees you, as this brilliant, gifted, talented person that adds value to the world. What is your value? You have to figure out what those things are. And I know that that can't be you know, solved in a 30-minute podcast episode, and I'm not attempting to do that. But those are some of the things that you have to think about. You know, what are your core values? What values do you add to the world? Like, what are your, I mean, some of it is your gifts and talent, but some of them are your personality traits, things that you're good at, things that you're not so good at. And how can you embrace those things that you're not so good at and acknowledge that perhaps you shouldn't be doing that, or you need to outsource those things, or you need to figure out a way to gain more education around those activities or gain more knowledge so that you can be better at them, or maybe you just need to pay somebody else to do it, period, or just not have that as a part of your life. When you don't act on those things that are inside you that are true gifts, and maybe you're just afraid to share them or to show them, or you don't know how, then it's like a waste. You have to start doing something important and special with those hidden things. It does take some reflection to figure out that, and it, of course, it takes courage. I think another thing we have to do in terms of just being courageous is stepping outside of our box and doing something different to show up for ourselves. It involves making a change, which I know I talked about last week in terms
terms of you can be fearful of making change. You have to have courage in order to be ourselves in a way that we're embracing who we are, but we also acknowledge that it's okay to do something different. And how you show up for yourself when you know that it's something different is important. There might be things that you know you have horrible habits or behaviors that need to change. I notice that I know that I procrastinate when it comes to certain things. I'm really good at the low-hanging fruit, but <laughs> the other things that take longer, I leave them for last and then I don't necessarily deal with them or they get postponed or I miss deadlines and I hate doing that. This podcast episode is a classic example. I know that I need to submit my episodes by a certain date, but there was something I knew what I wanted to talk about because I had already decided it, but there was something that was holding me up from talking about courage. I wasn't courageous enough to do it. I don't know. And it's those things that just keep us kind of in this rut where we can't move forward. And I'm not that person. You have to make a decision. You have to be intentional to make a change. It may mean doing something like I said, you know, those relationships that no longer serve us. We may have to make a courageous step that maybe we need to leave them. Or if something makes us upset and we really just need to take a break, knowing that you need a break, knowing you need a sabbatical. Maybe you need to take a couple of days off and go to a getaway house. I really want to go to a getaway house, y'all. <laughs> um, I swear I do. I'm going to make it my business to go before the summer. A getaway house is a house. It's a place you go to and it's kind of in the woods and you just go to reflect and be by yourself. That's what a getaway house is. But anyway, I don't know how I got on that. But you know, maybe it's stopping to take a breath. Maybe it's stopping to meditate. Maybe your change is you need to develop healthy habits when it comes to how you react to certain people and or making a change in terms of what it is that you want to do every day. Maybe it's how you talk to your kids. Maybe you realize that your frustration that you have about work or your other situations is impacting your children. And you have to think about how that's impacting them and what it is that you can do to make a change. Whether that's saying, okay, hey, you know, Joe or whoever, I can't talk, mommy can't talk to you right now because I need to, you know, take a minute to do X, Y, and Z. Sometimes it's better to kind of walk away from a situation or take a break than to potentially cause harm or say something inappropriately that you don't want to say. I mean, that goes with a lot of situations, whether it's, you know, at work or, you know, in different situations where sometimes you just have to take a break because you don't want to live with that regret. And, you know, for me, I've always just wanted to show up. Even if I got it wrong, I just want to show up. I want to know that I tried. I don't want to live with the idea of regret. Because to me, there's a lesson in every failure. I didn't always believe that. And it took a lot for me to get to that point in terms of it was all those no's that I received early on in my career or in my life where I felt like, you know, I told y'all I had daddy issues. Like I had a good dad who raised me, but you know, there was this fear of that I wasn't good enough when it came to my biological dad. And that wasn't true. That wasn't the case whatsoever. And I was keeping those bones for myself. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't. And you have to know that there's a lesson in every failure. If 
you, you know, overshare with somebody and they tell your business. And of course, you're going to have huge regret. But at the end of the day, the lesson learned there is you can't necessarily tell everybody everything. You may have tried something and it failed in terms of, you know, applying for a position. You didn't get it. Okay. That doesn't mean you won't get the next one. It doesn't mean that that job was necessarily the right one for you. I don't want to be sort of looking at my life like we have a lot. We have fish and we have several fish tanks and I stare. I could stare at those fish for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I don't want to be that person where I'm having like this out of body experience where I'm staring in the fish tank, the fishbowl, wondering what if this or what if that. Just staring, wondering what if. I'm not going to know unless I try. So that being courageous enough to make whatever that change is that's required and whether that's a huge change like a career shift or a relationship shift or whether it is those other changes, well, they're still huge in terms of just how you do things. Like I've had to go back to doing the way I do my time management and literally time blocking. I block out time to do activities. And I'm really good about making lists and I can make a list and that list, you know, I put dates on them. I have this entire system. It's color coded depending on what business I'm working on or what activity I'm working on, whether it's a grocery list, whether it's a personal to do. I have one for the trucking business. I have one for the podcast. I have one just for general on your day. Like I have all of these different lists that I keep in my phone and I assign due dates for different tasks that have to be done. But one thing that I have gotten away from that I need to get back to doing is, okay, you can have a lot of stuff to do, but unless you block the time and you estimate how long it's going to take to do those activities, even if you're wrong, then I'm not going to get them things done. Or I'm going to feel like a failure because I thought I could get 10 things done today and I couldn't because one of them takes six hours. So that's like, those are the kinds of changes like the little changes that I've had to make just in order to <laughs> keep sane and do what I need to do so that I'm not, you know, recording an episode at nine o'clock at night. So, you know, or if nine o'clock at night works for you to do your quiet stuff, then that's good. And actually it is really good for me, which is why I'm doing it. But anyway, so I would say a third thing is in terms of being courageous and knowing that you are enough is you got to tell people what you want and what you need, or even ask for help if you need it. I mean, part of that goes back to boundaries in terms of having people respect what it is that you need and what you desire in this particular season of your life and being courageous enough to tell them, you know, your mama call you and she want to talk to you for two hours about Susie and the soap operas and this and that, but you need to be focusing on something else. You got to be courageous enough to say, mom, you know, can we finish this conversation another time? That's why probably why a lot of my conversations, actual phone conversations, when I do talk to people, nice. 95%, 98% of the time, I'm in my car because I'm a multitasker. It's hard for me to do that kind of stuff at home because I have different focuses. I have other things that I'm doing, you know, so everybody has their own way of, you know, how they do things and what works for them. You have to figure out what that is and then tell the people around you what it is that you need. I think so many people, especially women, we are hesitant to communicate with authority and confidence and powerfully because we don't want to be viewed as that, you know what? And some of it is cultural. Some of it is experiences that we've had in our life or people have told us or there have been negative consequences to us speaking bravely, especially when it comes to about yourself. 
But I'm here to tell you, forget that. Men don't have that problem. Not at all. Most men don't have that problem. They just do what they do. And people don't, I mean, maybe people do look at them sideways, but they show up for themselves probably more than women. I haven't done a study on that, so don't quote me, but that would be my guess. You got to just do it. You have to ask for what you want. You can't, you know, they have that saying, closed mouths don't get fed. And it's true. You can't get it if you don't ask for it. You have to demand certain things. Of course, you have to be tactful and compassionate and flexible in how you talk and all of that. You have to demand a certain level of respect. In order to demand a certain level of respect, you have to make sure you're communicating with a certain level of respect. But at the end of the day, I'm saying don't take no for an answer. What makes your life worth living and what is important to you is what you have to demand and expect of people, period. If it's not working, then you got to figure out another way around it. You do. Whether that's, you know, you have a personal trainer, you're not seeing the results that you want, or he or she isn't pushing you hard enough, and you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. Let me make that disclaimer. You're doing everything you want to do. You're supposed to be doing, maybe you need another personal trainer. Maybe that person isn't a good fit for you. You have to do what's important for you. You have to do something powerful about showing up for yourself. And sometimes part of that is seeking the assistance of a licensed clinician or therapist. And there are things that traumatic experiences and pain and emotional baggage and suffering and things that we've suffered and we can't necessarily work through them by ourselves or with our girlfriends. We may need assistance of a mental health professional in order to do that. And that's a whole nother episode. But you have to realize that sometimes you may need help. And sometimes, and I don't want to oversimplify this because sometimes we don't necessarily see things and we need others to tell us. You have to have wisdom to know what's good counsel versus what's not good counsel. And that's something that you kind of just, some of it is trial and error. You learn that over time because you can't have everybody speak into your life. That's like a real important role. Can everybody speak into your life? Please trust and believe that. Everybody who act like they have your good intentions or your good whatever in mind doesn't necessarily have it. But you still need to at least make the attempt to kind of figure out what it is that you need and find a process to work through how you want to work through your own personal healing when it comes to those major experiences. And this is a daily thing. So, you know, everything I talk about, finding your voice, owning your voice, being courageous, it's not just, okay, you just did it and it's done. It's something that you have to do every day. You have to make a decision every day to show up for yourself. You have to make a decision every day to be uncomfortable with or be comfortable with being uncomfortable sometimes. Moving forward when you fail. Getting back up when somebody calls you a name. Getting back up when you didn't get that job promotion that you wanted. Getting back up when you get on the scale and you realize you lost three pounds last week or you know last month, and then all of a sudden you've gained a couple of those pounds back. It's being courageous to keep showing up for yourself. You have to keep trying. It's a daily thing. I was feeling real good last week. I went to the doctor. She told me that I really <laughs> needed to 
that this medication I was on, I couldn't take it anymore because it was doing something to my heart rate. And I needed to just kind of just stay on my path and do what I needed to do to keep losing the weight that I was trying to lose. And, you know, I've been walking and drinking tons and tons and tons of water. I bought one of those huge um, water bottles that are like 128 ounces or something crazy. So the goal is to drink it every day. Okay. It's a struggle. Some days I actually get through the whole thing, but some days I don't because the goal is if you're trying to lose weight, it's a try to lose, I mean, try to drink at least half of your body weight. And that's more than half of my body weight. But hey, that's still my goal is to try to get through that entire thing if I can. And it actually makes me feel good when I do. But sometimes I drink it too quickly and then I end up having to go to the bathroom too much. Anyway, my point was that, you know, I was seeing the weight come off and then I got on the scale, I think it was yesterday. I was like, what in the world? But it's like, you know, I'm not going to allow that to stop me. I'm just going to keep walking every day. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I will keep persevering because it's a constant and daily thing. I can't feel bad about the weight and then go eat a brownie to make myself feel better because that's kind of defeating the purpose. So just, you know, keep doing what you need to do. So let's just recap. So, you know, kind of being courageous to know that you are enough. It starts with one, being yourself, being your true authentic self, whatever that means. And it does mean that you have to figure out what yourself is and what that looks like and what your values are and what you want. I would say number two is step outside of your box and do something different to kind of show up for yourself and make a change if you need to. Number three would be tell the world what you want or need. Demand it. Ask for help if you need it, but demand what you want and what you need in your life so that you can get it. And then I guess number four would be keep doing it every day. Just keep showing up. No matter what the outcome is, you gotta at least show up. And maybe showing up means you realize that you have to do it slightly different because what you thought was working one day, it's not going to keep working. Sometimes you have to make adjustments in order to see different results because anything that's growing is considered dead. You have to do who it, that is not growing is considered dead. You have to just be willing to make those adjustments and do what you need to do. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Until next time, grace and peace. Thank you for joining the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review because I welcome and value your feedback. You can also tag me in your stories at It's On Your Day so I can personally connect with you and know who is in my tribe. I am looking forward to continuing to work with you to write your own story. Until next time, grace and peace.